We pick up at the mission on Mem Amulbeta forty B. Ain not in Kemach the toch haroset or the toch hachadal. Uh, well, you're not allowed to add flour uh, to this karoset. It is not the karoset that uh, we are familiar with. Uh, that's going to come up uh, a bit later in our Masechet. However, uh, what we're talking here is something that is uh, really made with, uh, probably made with vinegar. Uh, it's kind of very strong type of uh, mixture of, of, of food that contains a lot of vinegar or to mustard. Uh, in order, <coughs> in order, this this would be actually to decrease the taste. That's why you'd be adding the uh, uh, the the flour in the first place. However, uh, the reason that you wouldn't be allowed to do it because these foods are so strong, uh, it might increase the the time taken uh, for it uh, to be, become chametz, and it might become chametz uh, very quickly. That's why you're not allowed to add it uh, to these things. If you did it, uh, you are allowed to eat it straight away. Uh, before it goes leaven, uh, Rabbi, uh, before it leavens, uh, Rabbi Meir also, Rabbi Meir says you're not allowed to uh, because it could become leavened uh, straight away. These things are so strong. Uh, next part of the Mishnah, uh, you're not allowed to uh, boil uh, your, your Pesach um, uh, lamb, uh, you're not allowed to cook it uh, in, in, normal, uh, in normal liquids, okay, or in fruit juices. Uh, because you have to roast it, so you're not allowed to uh, boil it or cook it on a, uh, in a pot of sorts. Aval sachin umatbidin bahen, but you can uh, put these things on while it is roasting, and afterwards, once it is uh, being roasted, you are allowed to dip uh, it in this, uh, for example, fruit juices or other liquids maybe made with uh, wine or something like that. Uh, you are allowed to do that. Uh, it's only once it's cooking that the Torah forbade, forbids you to do it. Uh, the issue is, interestingly enough, uh, in terms of, of this, why uh, Korban Pesach comes in uh, right now, because actually uh, the Korban Pesach uh, discussions only really going to be coming in from chapter 5, uh, and uh, the first four chapters of Masechet um, Pesachim are really to do with the issue of uh, chametz and matzah and and maror and things like that and only really afterwards that uh, it starts dealing five uh, through nine uh, deals with uh, the laws of the, the Korban Pesach and, uh, and, and Pesach Shani and things like that. That was stuff that was really done uh, at the times of the Beit HaMikdash before carrying on in chapter 10 with uh, Arve Pesachim which really talks about the uh, Seder night. So it's interesting why uh, the, the Pesach is mentioned here. Uh, some suggestion uh, could be is that we talk here about fruit juice. We have been dealing yesterday's de- dealt uh, with fruit juice and maybe here uh, it also talks about uh, fruit juices. Yesterday also we mentioned uh, dipping things in liquids and having liquids put on things. So maybe that's also uh, some kind of connection uh, with uh, this over here. Uh, but it is pretty much uh, uh, out of its out of place. We're going to be dealing with it um, in much detail uh, in, in, in further chapters. Okay, carrying on with the next part of the Mishnah, May Tashmishor shall Nachtum. What happens if water uh, that the bakers use, uh, he uses to, to wash off uh, his, his hands or to cool his hands, wash dishes uh, with it? Uh, it might have traces of chametz uh, on it. Uh, you should have to pour it out. Because the, the water might get uh, warm and uh, it's got a little bit of chametz uh, in uh, because of this, this flour. 
and uh, you know, it might have speeded up uh, this this dough. And therefore, if you if you do it, if the baker rinses his hands off, uh, he has to throw out that water. You cannot uh, do that. Okay, we're not going to discuss that today. That uh, will come up uh, tomorrow, uh, and tomorrow actually is a little bit just a little bit left uh, towards the end of the peric. So this is the last Mishnah of the peric. Okay, the Gemara picks up. Amarav uh, Kahana, Rav Kahana mentions Machloket at the Tochakadal. In terms of uh, this Machloket between Rabbi Meir and the Rabbis, uh, is a case where you add uh, the flour to the mustard that's very strong uh, and uh, and won't make it uh, leaven straight away. Aval the Tochakaroset, if you put it in this Karoset, Divrakol, a Yesreif Miyad. It would appear that uh, uh, the, the mustard, uh, the, the, this Karoset, is not so strong. And uh, it will make it uh, uh, become chamait straight away, and therefore it has to be burnt. That's Rav Kahana's uh, understanding. We also learned in Ebrata, if you put this uh, flour in this charoset, uh, then you have to burn it straight away. You're not allowed to do it, and if you did, uh, you have to burn it straight away. If you put it inside mustard, Rebbe Meir Romer. Yes, Rav Miyad, Rabbi Meir says you have to burn it straight away. Chachamim Rumim, Yachal Miyad, you have to eat it uh, straight away. Amrav Huna, Brader Rav Yehuda, Amrav Nachman, Amashmur, all in the name of Shmur. Halacha, Kedivrechamim, the lacha goes like the rabbis uh, in this instance. Amalei Rav Nachman, by Yitzhak, Rav Huna, Brader Rav Yehuda. So Rav Nachman, by Yitzhak, uh, asks uh, of that. Uh, he says, what is he? He says as follows, Acharoset um, Kamamar, uh, are you talking about Acharoset or Achadal Kamamar, are you talking about this uh, mustard? Uh, and he says, Amalei, Laman Afkimina, what's the difference uh, with this Karoset or mustard? And uh, I'm saying that actually the same law would apply uh, to both. He says, no, Lerav Kahana, I'm saying there's a difference in terms of Rav Kahana, Darm Rav Kahana, Machloket, Lotochadal, Valotochacharoset, Divrakol, Rav Miyad, uh, because Rav Kahana said Rav Meir and the rabbis only argue where you add the flour to the mustard. That's when there is a dis- dispute. However, if it was added to Karoset, maybe everyone would agree uh, that you burn it uh, straight away. The question is, uh, do you agree uh, with that or do you disagree uh, with that as well? Uh, it says, I'm Law Shmiali, I haven't heard of it. I or Kilomar, Law really. I don't hold uh, by that opinion. I don't distinguish between uh, these two cases, uh, in, 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 according to me, uh, I would say that uh, the charoset, you could even eat uh, the charoset as well. Um, Rav Ashi, so Rav Ashi says, Kavate de Rav Kana, Mistabra, it's logical to go like Rav Kana. Why do you have Because what Shmuel says, and halacha Rabbi Yossi, because we know that halacha is not like Rabbi Yossi. And what is that Rabbi Yossi? Uh, the Rabbi Yossi that we have seen yesterday, uh, who said that uh, vinegar, uh, putting vinegar in uh, will stop grain uh, from becoming chametz. Uh, and we said we don't rule like that. My love, Tzmuka, who the Lord Tzamet, who hamuye, you might think that, uh, what does that mean? It means that if you add vinegar, 
moisture to the flour, uh, it won't it won't shrink uh, these uh, the, the grain. It might even make it uh, leavened, and therefore uh, that that the understanding is that not uh, like uh, Rabbi Yossi who said that uh, this vinegar will retard the leavening process. No, uh, it could actually increase uh, the leavening process, and therefore this uh, exactly what Rav Kahana said. Uh, you can't put it in because this haroset uh, includes vinegar. Law not necessarily. Dilma, law matitamit, law chamuyachema. Yes, uh, we might agree in terms of. Uh, in, uh, sorry, we might uh, disagree uh, in terms of uh, the vinegar uh, that will make it shrink. Uh, he said, yeah, well, maybe it won't necessarily make it shrink. But on the other hand, uh, he might not say that it actually turns it into chamates. Uh, you know, so, so we, there's no proof uh, either way from here. All right. Uh, as we mentioned, we quote the Mishnah about Korban Pesach and Mavashlin. You're not allowed to boil uh, the Pesach in any form of liquid. <clears throat> so actually, to, to understand this a bit more, maybe what we need to do uh, is actually look at the uh, uh, the Pasuk itself. The Pasuk actually uh, reads, You're not allowed to uh, read it, uh, eat uh, the, uh, the Pesach. Uh, na, we often refer to as raw, but it really means half-cooked. Uh, and it says, Vashal, uh, Vashal, and, and, uh, and uh, you know, uh, um, uh, cooked uh, in, in other type of liquids. Bamaim, Kiim Tsliyesh. It's Mavasham uh, Vashal Bamaim, cooked in water or other liquids. Uh, and then Kiim uh, Tsliyesh, but it has to be roasted. So what we actually have here uh, is actually three separate uh, discussions over here, and, and if we actually say that uh, we the the words al tochal mimenu, we actually read them with you're not allowed to eat it, and it actually splits it up into three different areas. I al tochlan mimenu na, you're not allowed to eat from it uh, half roasted. Uh, that is one prohibition. Al tochlan mimenu bashal you're not allowed to eat it uh, cooked in water or other liquids. That's a second prohibition. And al tochlan mimenu kiim you're not allowed to eat it in any other way, uh, roasted over. Uh, so the first two of those things uh, is talking about you know one specific uh, scenario over here, either half roasted or cooked. Okay, and then the third one is a kind of general rule which uh, says actually what's what's known as a love shebechlalut, uh, which we'll be discussing. Uh, that's a general prohibition which includes uh, anything else uh, than tsliyesh. Uh, okay, so that is a bit of background um, of where we are going with uh, the sugya. So even though it's not going to become relevant absolutely immediately, we are going to deal with one or two side issues uh, first. Uh, so we're not going to get into the exact uh, the, uh, different negative commandments, but that's just at the outset uh, where we are going. Anyway, Ayn Mavashnin, you're not allowed to boil it in, in liquid. Tanarabanan, we learned in a brighter. Bamayim, uh, it says you're not allowed to boil it in water. Ayni Ela Bamayim, that might only be water. Sha'ar Mashkim how do you know that you're not allowed to boil it in other liquids as well? Amata, so therefore you you say kalvachomer. It is a kalvachomer. Water does not uh, change the taste uh, of the of the thing uh, of uh, the, the item that's being cooked, the lamb that's being cooked. Asurin. Uh, it is still asur. Shar mashkin. Shemavigin tamam lokoshkan. How much more so? If you'd use other uh, juices uh, and other flavoured uh, items uh, that would change the taste, how much more so would that be forbidden? That is uh, one 
way of learning it. Rabbi Omer, Rabbi Huda Nasi says, no, Bamaim, any Ed Bamaim. When it says water, it only means water. Sha'am Rashkiminaim, where does he learn that you can't use other types of liquids? Tamud Lamar, he learns it out. Uvashal, the double expression, not boiled or not cooked in any way, which means Mikol Makom. Anything else except roasting it is 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 not allowed. So you're not allowed to put it in uh, any type of liquid uh, to try and cook it or, or roast uh, or, or boil it. It has to be roasted. Uh, my knows really what is the difference between these two because they both uh, derive uh, the bottom line halakha uh, from it that it, it has to be roasted. Uh, or they, they both agree to it. So what is the difference between these two opinions? The difference is it's li kadar. If you would roast it in a pot, uh, no other liquid uh, besides uh, the, the Korban Pesach itself uh, in its own juices. According to Rebbe, uh, you wouldn't be allowed to do it because that is uh, defined as boiling. Uh, However, uh, according to the rabbis, it's only if you added something uh, that would be prohibited uh, to eat. Uh, Rabbanan, what do the rabbis do? Which uh, Rebbe had used to teach uh, this Pasuk. Uh, I mean, he's, he's teaching that it can't, can only be boiled. Uh, with, uh, I mean, that it can't be boiled at all. Uh, what is what do they do? It ma'avdilhu mi'ba'alay They do. They need it for the following drosha. Bishu achar kach tzelao, or shlitzov achar kach bishulo chayev. If you uh, boiled it after you roasted it, or roasted it, and then afterwards you boiled it, uh, then you will get lashes. You are chayev uh, for lashes uh, for uh, for boiling uh, the pesach offering. Gomorrah asked about that. Uh, you can understand, obviously, if you boil it first, uh, then afterwards, then you roast it. You can understand that you'd be chayv in that case. Uh, for sure, you have actually uh, boiled it first. That is defined as its main uh, cooking by boiling it, and therefore you are liable. Okay. Uh, the question the Gomorrah asks, um, in terms of if you roast it first, uh, then only afterwards boiled it. Who surely that is tzliyesh that is defined as roasting it. Uh, what would be the problem with that? Am I? What, what is the issue? Uh, once you've roasted it, surely you can do anything you want to afterwards. Am Rav Kana. The answer to that is uh, hi, money. Who is this? Uh, Rabbi Yossi. He said this is an opinion of Rabbi Yossi, who says that uh, if you uh, do something after another action, uh, it has an effect. Tanya yotzin rakik sharui. Uh, in terms of uh, a brata that was taught, you can eat matzah uh, with uh, some kind of wafer that has been soaked, uh, for example, in, in water, uh, or uh, a, a wafer uh, that, that uh, as long as it hasn't uh, dissolved, uh, you can, you know, with, uh, use a, a boiled wafer uh, that has, uh, has not, uh, as long as it hasn't dissolved, that, that fulfills your obligation uh, of matzah. Uh, so even some boiled or, or soaked in water uh, that is fine to fully obligation of matzah, that is Rabbi Meir's opinion. Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi says no, uh, you can, if you soak a wafer, uh, you can fulfill your obligation with that. Aval, uh, but, but something that has been uh, boiled, uh, then you can't do. Uh, even though it hasn't dissolved. Why? Because actually something that was baked and then only after 
afterwards, uh, then it was boiled, it's no longer defined as baked. Uh, the second thing, by boiling it, uh, you actually have changed it, and therefore, uh, that 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 would uh, forbid you uh, from having matzah that way, uh, and so the, so too we apply the same kind of principle when it comes to the korban pesach. Uh, the fact that you boiled it, even though after it was roasted, means uh, that it is now defined as something boiled. Um, this is actually uh, a a big issue uh, when it comes to uh, Shabbat uh, in terms of whether there's uh, you even though you might say that there's no bishul acha bishul, there's no cooking after cooking. Uh, but there is a concept of afia achal bishul in terms of uh, uh, heating up something dry uh, if it is meant to be in a liquid first. There are uh, different opinions uh, about that, and uh, as far as I understand, uh, that there is we, we sometimes we are strict uh, in terms of this. This example, uh, if you um, make, uh, for example, rice uh, that uh, you cooked in water, then if you heat it up dry, uh, then that could be a problem. Okay, so uh, that is uh, if you heat it up on on Shabbat, because that could be a fear, a chalbishul. All right, all right. So back on to to topic. Uh, we go back to our understanding. Ula has another understanding of uh, of of why you have boiled matzah. Uh, is uh, Ula Amar a filu Rabbi You could even say, uh, you know, it, it's, it goes like Rabbi Meir uh, in terms of even if you'd say that uh, boiled matzah is fine. Uh, he says it's different. Shani hacha boiled matzah cannot be compared to korban pesach. Uh, it's different with the korban pesach. Why? Damakra the pasuk says vashal muvush. A double expression of uh, uh, it has to, it's not allowed to be cooked in any way. Mikomakom. Therefore, uh, we don't have to. Uh, nothing like that is said with matzah, and therefore uh, it uh, it would be only problematic in terms of the korban pesach. Right. Uh, so now we tanarabanan. We start moving uh, into the. Uh, um, uh, those 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 three prohibitions. If you might think if you roasted uh, the korban pesach totally, I we're going to get to the stage. What we're going to see uh, that the Gemara is going to find this is actually burning it. Uh, you might think that you'd be liable. You uh, you not allowed you can not allowed eat when it's half roasted or boiled in any way uh, in water. Um, and what do we say? about that. Nah, so it's either half cooked uh, or that's uh, or boiled in any way. Okay, uh, or half roasted uh, or boiled in any way. Uh, uh, and not that uh, it is uh, not that it is totally fully roasted. Uh, that would be fine. Hagidami, exactly what are the cases of its uh, you know fully uh, over roasted? Amravashi deshavia charucha. We say that it is uh, something we actually have come and actually burned it. Uh, so if you totally burn it, uh, you are not liable uh, for any. Um, Prohibition uh, in terms of uh, the Pesach offering. Okay, uh, carrying on. You might think that if you eat uh, an olive size amount uh, and if it is raw, totally raw, uh, you would be liable. Uh, and you're not allowed to eat from it, which are we saying that is uh, half roasted, uh, or boiled in any way. So, uh, so we say that you're not allowed to eat it uh, in terms of 
partially roasted uh, or, uh, or boiled. Okay, but, uh, but raw, uh, you could actually uh, eat the Korban Pesach raw. Uh, so that continues. You might think that uh, you could eat it, uh, that, that would be an, a way to eat it, that you could eat it totally raw. Therefore, Tamar Lomar, Ki in There comes a third prohibition, as we mentioned in the, in the short introduction. Uh, there are three different things, and one of the, 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 uh, the issues that you have to deal with, uh, that you have to take into consideration, that has to be roasted with fire. That was the third. Uh, the, the only, you're not allowed to eat it except roasted in fire. That would be called a, a love, Sheba uh, Klalot, that is, is, contains a number of things. So therefore, that includes a whole lot of things. Um, ways of cooking it but it has to be uh, roasted so therefore heiki dami na and therefore that uh, you have to roast with fire so then <clears throat> in terms of uh, this, this na what is this na defined as uh, this or what we define as raw amarav kid amri pasai avarnim okay so like uh, as they say uh, na uh, sorry na is not uh, um, raw na is uh, half roasted and that's what we're talking about here Avarnim is a half roasted. It's it's you know and that's it's it's from a word meaning a Persian word bar and nim meaning half way. All right, I'm Rav Kista. So Rav Kista says, "Hamavoshal bechametiveria b'shabat patur." Rav Kista mentions if you cook food in the, in the hot springs of Tiberias on Shabbat, uh, you are exempt. Uh, and uh, this is actually a discussion in the Gemara and Shabbat. And one uh, Rabbi says actually uh, this is uh, the, the hot springs of Tiberias are naturally uh, heated, so it's not told uh, ash. It's not uh, a derivative of fire. Uh, and, and therefore you are exempt for it on Shabbos, Pater, Pesach, Shebishlo, Bechametiverechayev. However, if you use the hot springs of Tiberias, uh, you are liable for boiling uh, the, 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 the Korban Pesach. Uh, and uh, interesting, you know, obviously we can't be talking about uh, taking it to Tiberias uh, because then it would be uh, taken out of Jerusalem and you're not allowed to do that. Uh, so obviously can't be talking about that. Uh, similarly, uh, obviously if you would uh, bring, somehow bring the hot springs of Tiberias uh, down to Jerusalem, uh, then uh, obviously they'd be cold by the time you get there uh, and therefore it can't be talking about that. So it means if you, if you put it in, uh, uh, you know, boiling, like the hot springs of Tiberias, uh, and uh, you'd be liable for boiling it. That would be problematic. And the Gemara says, so really, what is the difference? We said Shabbat, uh, not a problem. Uh, Pesach is a problem. Uh, what's different in terms of Shabbat? Uh, we need a derivative of fire. Uh, in order for it to be defined as cooking. Veleka, this is uh, not a derivative of fire. They are not generated uh, by fire. Pesach Nami, the same thing with the Korban Pesach. Uh, we say it's got its own rules. Love, Tordot Eishu. We say surely that is not fire and that's therefore not boiling. Uh, so therefore, Amarava, Ma'achayev, Dekatani, what does it mean that you are liable? Dekavid, Mishum Tzliyesh. No, it means roasted with fire. It means that you, if you boiled it in these hot springs of Tiberias, you haven't uh, uh, boiled it uh, per se, but you haven't done the positive uh, um, uh, side of it, i.e. It it's not being done 
in terms of roasting it, you haven't fulfilled that. That we said it actually was a, uh, a it was a negative thing. The only you're not allowed to eat it except for for this, except for it in sliyeh. So you have uh, violated that uh, commandment, and that is what we are talking about here. Rav Kia Bereida Rav Natan Matnila Lahai Rav Chista Beheja Rav Kia, the son of Natan, taught what Rav Chista had said uh, in the, you know, explicitly. I'm Rav Chista. He says, as Rav Chista says, I'm a Vashal Bachametivir Abba Shabbat Pater. You're exempt if you uh, boil something in uh, uh, the hot springs of Tiberias on Shabbat. Uh, then you are exempt to Pesach Shibishul Bachametivir. But in Pesach, uh, you have. Um, if you cook a Pesach offering in the, in the hot springs of Tiberias, Chayv, you are Chayv, Shabar, Mishum, Sliyash. You have not uh, com- you have, uh, been violated the, the commandment to cook it, uh, to roast uh, the, the animal, uh, the Pesach offering, with fire. Okay, so now we move into those actual uh, three prohibitions, as mentioned. I'm a Rava, so Rava's opinion is, Achluna, if you eat it uh, half-roasted, uh, you get lashed uh, twice, uh, what is that? Uh, he, he says you, you're not allowed to eat it uh, now, it's an explicit prohibition over there. And also the last prohibition, uh, it has to be eaten uh, roasted in fire. Okay, uh, if, you, if you ate it boiled, uh, as well, you get lashed twice again. Uh, one for violating it boiled uh, in Mashal Vushal, and also uh, the prohibition against, uh, against what you have to do is eat it uh, roasted with fire. Na Umavushal, and if you ate it, uh, if it's, it's been partially roasted and then boiled, uh, then you'll get lashed all three times. Uh, for that, that is Rava's view. He says uh, because it's, you get uh, three lashes, uh, one for eating it partially roasted, one for eating it boiled, and then one uh, for not eating it roasted. Uh, that's why we get lashed three times. Abai says, hold on, ain't looking love, ella love, shebel chalut. As we mentioned, one is you don't get lashed uh, for a love, uh, a, a prohibition, shebel uh, which is a general term. Okay, so what we're talking about, the last prohibition, uh, it says, ella, uh, but uh, it says uh, over there, which is it's anyway, it includes a lot of different things. It's not specifically uh, one thing. It's many different types of prepa- preparation, uh, and therefore you don't get lashed for that. That's, uh, uh, as we said, a general prohibition, and not one that is specific. Uh, and therefore... Um, yeah, so so he says you don't get lashed uh, for that. So what 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 does that mean? Ikad uh, Amra, one version means tatehu law lake. He says you won't get uh, lashed twice. In all those other cases, Rava said you do get uh, uh, lashed for love shibachlalut. So he said uh, one uh, for na umuvushal uh, in the previous brata, uh, and he says one. For uh, and then uh, the, the the one would be for for not eating it properly roasted. So uh, rather a buyer would maybe disagree. One version of a buyer says uh, you don't get lashed. Uh, it's it's only two sets. Tati law lucky you don't get lashed uh, twice uh, for that. Uh, but he says chada mia lucky. But um, but once uh, you will actually get lashed. Uh, in other words, if you um. 
make a Pesach offering uh, without properly cooking it, uh, then, you know, then you will get lashed uh, just once uh, for that because you, uh, you know, that's, uh, uh, you get lashed for that specific injunction, whether it is either na or mevoshal. Okay. Ikad Amre, there's another version. Chadon Lulaki. Even one uh, you don't get. Lo, miyached, la'avia, kalav, da'chasima. What happens is because uh, you don't even get one uh, set of lashes. Okay. Uh, but, you know, the, the reason... Um, uh, is uh, because of the fact that uh, there's no specific uh, idea here. There's no specific, it's not uh, specifically one thing uh, like uh, a muslin. Okay, the whole idea where we learn out lashes uh, is from uh, a pasuk in, uh, in, in Kitat, say, uh, which says, you're not allowed to muzzle an ox uh, while he, uh, uh, he's uh, threshing uh, the corn. And then uh, the next pasuk uh, then uh, talks about lashes. Uh, and then uh, what, what we're talking about here, uh, the, 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 the Gomorrah learns uh, in other places, not here, uh, though that uh, you don't get lashes uh, for violating uh, uh, prohibitions that aren't like a muzzling, i.e. Uh, that's uh, specific to one matter and that it's an action uh, and uh, you know, all, all other things. Uh, the Gomorrah, for example, in Makot uh, deals uh, a lot uh, with this type of derivation. In any case, uh, he says uh, it, it's not like Chasimah uh, because of the fact that, uh, uh, that there are many ways uh, to cook the Pesach offering and not just one way. All right, uh, so the Gomorrah says, actually, we, there's a similar kind of dispute. Rava Amar, Achal Zag. Now we move over to a, uh, a Nazir, a person that is forbidden uh, into alia from, well, a Nazir is not allowed to eat uh, grapes and grape products. Uh, he's not allowed to become tame to dead people. And also he's got a positive commandment to grow his hair. Okay, and what are we talking about here? We're talking about a Nazir uh, that eats a uh, some type of grape product. Uh, so he says, achal uh, zag. If you eat, uh, there's some discussion as to exactly what uh, the, the zag is. Uh, we'll assume that uh, it is a grape uh, skin uh, over here. He says, lokesh time. Uh, Rava says you get lashed twice because the pasuk over there, uh, when it talks about nazir, it's in Parshat Nassau, uh, says that all the days that a person is a nazir, he's not allowed to eat anything made of the grape vine. Okay, and it says pressed grapes and, and grape pips. Uh, he's not allowed to eat chartsan and zag. Okay, uh, he says you get lashed twice. Look in Stein, zag for chartsan. You get lashed uh, for that one for eating food on a grapevine. Um, not allowed to eat anything on the grapevine. And then he talks about uh, different types of parts of the grapes. Uh, 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 the um, the pressed grapes and, and, and a grape uh, pip, okay, zag and chartsan, and anything of the grapevine. So he says if you eat uh, uh, the zag, you get lashed for that, and also anything of the grapevine. Uh, however, if you eat um, uh, zag v'chartsan, if you eat uh, the, the pip and, the, um, and a, uh, uh, the other part of a grape, the skin and the pip, uh, then you would get loker shalosh. You would get uh, a prohibition against anything on the grapevine, uh, a pip and a skin. 
Okay, that is, uh, you get lashed uh, for those <coughs> for those three. You get lashed three times, uh, and exactly the same thing. Uh, Abaya says no, and look in our love You don't get lashed for a generalized prohibition. Okay, Ikadamre, one uh, way of version of it says Tate du Delaki. You won't get lashed for uh, the prohibition against eating anything of the grapevine. You will get lashed for the zag uh, that you eat. Khadamia uh, lucky. You would get lashed for that one. Uh, Ikidamre, there's another version. No, Khadanami Lulaki, even one you don't get lashed for. Because it's not uh, compared to the love of Chasima, where it is just one uh, thing. It is a generalized uh, prohibition which mentions many things. So it's a very similar uh, dispute that uh, Abaya and Rava have. They have it both uh, in terms of uh, the, this Korban Pesach and also in terms of uh, Nazir. Okay, uh, now we move on slightly in terms of uh, if you're eating it and you eat it actually before the time. Okay, what, what is the implication of that? What happens if you eat it partially roasted, but it was still the 14th of Nisan, it was during the daytime. Pato, you are exempt uh, from that. The reason for that really would be uh, is uh, because uh, it's, you're, not, you're not liable uh, for actually eating it at, at, uh, at the time. You have to be liable for eating it at the time uh, and not uh, this is the before the time okay pater kazait na however if you eat it partially roasted at night uh, then you are chayv that is obviously a, a violation uh, of uh, you know the, this uh, prohibition as you've seen that, uh, that that verse which mentions this uh, and, and therefore you are chayv you will be lashed for that uh, similarly what happens if you eat uh, it's, it's fully tzli it's fully roasted, but you ate it before dark, uh, while it was still daytime, 14th of Nisan. Lo pasal buna khibura. Even though you've uh, done that, maybe you've eaten, uh, you know, you're not, in, in theory, if you start eating an offering, you're not allowed to leave that group. Um, that you've joined, okay, uh, but yeah, you ate, started eating it beforehand, you couldn't uh, control it uh, yourself, and you couldn't wait till night time, and you just see this uh, uh, animal, and you start on it already, uh, then you, have, you haven't disqualified yourself from the rest of the group, however, um, uh, once it is already night time, and you start snacking uh, on this thing, and maybe it belonged to another group, uh, then you have messed yourself up uh, from the, the, the group, uh, that you had joined previously because now you've gone and eaten something else. Okay, Tani uh, Irach, and now we, we carry on talking uh, about the, the time. Tani uh, Irach, we also learned in Ratio Cholach, Alkazad, Na, Bibi Odjom, Yuchai. You might think that uh, if you eat it partially roasted, uh, uh, an amount of a Kazad uh, during the daytime, 14th of Nisan, uh, you will get lashed. Why? Vadinhu, and you might think that's logical. Why? Uh, you might think at the time uh, where you would say that uh, you are commanded in the mitzvah to get up and eat uh, it roasted. Uh, you're also included in, you know, not to eat it half roasted, okay, uh, partially roasted. Uh, and the time that you are not uh, included in the in mitzvah to, to get up and eat it. Uh, you would surely... Um, 
and time when you're not part of the mitzvah to, to get up and east it, uh, you might think that uh, you're still included uh, in, the, in the, the prohibition not to eat it uh, partially roasted. Okay, so you, know, that's, uh, you, you might think that that is uh, the, the logic. Or law, maybe you would say the other way, other way around. Maybe when it's not the time to get up and eat it roasted, uh, you might think that you are included not to eat it roasted. Uh, uh, at the time when you are included to, to get up and eat it, uh, you are not included in the, in, the, in the prohibition not to eat it partially roasted. Uh, because maybe you would think that it's, you're not allowed to eat it half roasted only at the time before uh, that uh, you could do it. So, you know, which, which are the... Um, you know which way do we look at it uh, over here? In other words, you might think that uh, the partially only applies to the period where it could be partially roasted, i.e., uh, beforehand, that uh, before uh, dark and at, at night you have to eat it uh, fully roasted. But in the afternoon you're not allowed to eat it partially roasted. Maybe you would think that that is uh, the law. Therefore, Tamad Lomar, whichever way you know you look would look at it, Tamad Lomar lo tachenu imenu na mushamu shabamaim kiim tliyish. As we've quoted our pasuk, you're not allowed to eat it. Uh, half roasted uh, or boiled in any way or uh, the only way you're allowed to eat it is roast with fire you don't have to tell me only roast with fire because it's, it has said in another pasuk uh, pasuk before you have to eat it uh, roasted in fire uh, what is this uh, you have eating it uh, roasted uh, to teach you at a time where you are included in the mitzvah to get up and eat uh, roasted you're not allowed to eat it half roasted at a time we are not commanded to get up and eat it roasted i.e. Erev Pesach uh, that then you're not allowed to eat it half roasted either okay so uh, that is um actually a good uh, place to stop uh, uh, actually um, oh sorry maybe let's actually carry on Rebbe Omer Ekra na Ani Vashel if you just uh, read uh, boiled it uh, says why does it add on that extra uh, word Mavushal what's it coming to add uh, it means uh, you know boiled in any way you might have think that's only when it was boiled after dark how do you know that it was uh, half boiled uh, and it was done during the daytime? Uh, that that also is forbidden. It means in any way that you do it. Uh, well, the Gemara says, hold on one sec. Uh, that was Rebbe himself, and that was his derivation. That it says, uh, we said that uh, you can't. Uh, it says you can't roast uh, the, the meat in its own juices. Uh, okay, I not adding any other liquid but even in its own juices would it be uh, forbidden uh, and, uh, you know, and and boiling it definitely with other uh, liquids as well cooking in its own juices is problematic as well so what is uh, you know surely he's used this pasuk and once you've used the pasuk for one derivation you can't really use it for another one so the answer to that is mk and lama cry or bashel bashel or muvushal muvushal it should have used the same expression bashel bashel uh, you know or muvushal 
uh, it could have used those uh, the same expression twice. Ma bashal muvushal, and why does it change the expression halfway through? Shmatmina tate. We learn uh, two amounts, uh, two prohibitions uh, from there. One where you cook it, and the other one uh, the time of the cooking. All right. So I think that actually is a uh, a good place to stop. I will pick up uh, on this and uh, a little bit more uh, tomorrow, Bezrat Hashem, uh, where we will finish uh, the second uh, chapter, Bezrat Hashem. Everyone should have a great day.